Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of the Good Faith Idea Exchange. For today's episode, this is part two of my two-parter with Dr. Pooja Garwal. And, um, you know, we've been talking about burnout. We've been talking about uh, toxic behaviors and dealing, how to properly deal with toxic behaviors, uh, wherever they might manifest, in the workplace, among family, among friends. And in this, in this part, we are getting more into what to do if you see it. Not necessarily if it's necessarily happening to you, but what to do if you see this, if you see signs of burnout in someone that you care about, what to do um, if you see signs of that someone is going through some really difficult times. You know, so many of us, we... You know, we, we hold our cards very close to the vest, and there are so many of us who don't like to show what we're going through. So many of us think that that's a sign of weakness. So many of us don't want to burden other people with our problems, whatever your reasons might be. But, um, you know, we're really getting heavy into, you know, what, what to do about this sort of thing, not only within ourselves, but what to do when we see this among others. So enjoy. So what advice would you give to people dealing with certain toxic behaviors, you know, being pushed on them by others? So, you know, um, toxic behaviors can be difficult to deal with okay, in the workplace and at home. So let's say if you are at work and you have a toxic workplace and let me just say, I've been there, done that. I've been in toxic workplaces. And so I think most people have. So when I, when I say toxic workplace, I mean where there isn't psychological safety, where an employee doesn't feel comfortable bringing up issues that need to be addressed or their concerns, or they feel like they will be retaliated against. So the, the most common signs of like a toxic work environment are having um, their lack of transparency, not knowing what is going on, or if there's restructuring, people not telling you about it. And the other, other sign is gossipy behavior. Gossiping about coworkers, gossiping about, you know, whatever it is, is another sign of toxic uh, work environment. Um, another sign is having um, fear of retaliation. If you take time off, you need it, or utilizing vacation or PTO, that's, that's another sign. Um, a high rate of uh, turnover of staff is another sign of a toxic work environment. So, I mean, those are just some basic signs. There's several other ones. The way that people can deal with it is, first of all, um, go to your manager and voice your concerns, okay? And coming up with possibly alternate solutions. So let's say if you have a high workload and you just are working long hours and it's getting too much uh, for you and you feel like you're burning out. So I would go and talk to your manager and be like, set up a one-on-one and be like, I, I have a lot of things going on right now and I really need to um, put some projects aside for the time being so I could focus on the ones, on the, the more important ones right now. And really trying to establish those lines of communication. And I'm going to be honest, it's not going to happen everywhere because some people may not like it. Some managers may, like, may be like, well, you report to me and you just have to do what I say. And again, that comes back to that toxic behavior and a toxic work environment. So that you know, that's one way, trying to have an open line of communication and voicing your concerns. Um, number two is you know, seeing what, what is going on with other people. You know, are they experiencing the same thing? And then, you know, if you've tried with your manager, then maybe going above them, you know, sometimes that there is a need for that. 
There is also, you know, trying to have build a sense of community at work. That is one way to decrease the, the toxicity and feel more of a community. And um, so those are some things that people can do. But then also taking time off if you need. Um, if you need a vacation, take it. If you need a mental health day, take it. Um, all of those things are really important. Um, and especially, you know, right now, there's such um, a movement towards a positive work environment. Um, and positive uh, work environment, our companies who have that have better retention of staff. People have higher job satisfaction. They have higher productivity. They have a better overall sense of well-being. They have they know what the, the organization's values are and they align with their employees. They have a shared common goal. The positive work environments have been shown to really help organizations move forward to have more results and to have prior, or sorry, higher productivity and efficiency. So all of that um, is very important. And for some people, you know, some places are toxic and, you know, leaving may be the only option. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I totally agree with that because, I mean, I myself, I've been I've been in both an awesome work environment and frankly, a pretty toxic one. And when you go through that, when you're in a when you're in a really toxic work environment, you know, you notice every day every hour some you know in some cases every minute that you're at work and when you're away from it you you feel like you know there's this bit of relief but then of course you know you're going right back into it again even if you're not voicing how how much it affects you it's still affecting you no matter what and that is going to it's it's only going to get worse it's going to add add up over time so <laughs> Like for me, I I stayed in that environment for a matter of months, and mm -hmm. then I realized, you know what, I've got to find a way to just move on, you know. And it and it was a it was a job that paid really well. I knew that, you know, I I guess for one, I knew that I could do better. I knew that I could still. I knew that I was still going to land on my feet, and I knew that I was going to, you know, find something better. And and I did. And um, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm very, very happy that I made that decision um, because if I hadn't, I have no idea where I would be mentally or emotionally right now. You know? Yeah, I think a lot of people don't really recognize how much a toxic work environment affects your mental health, your physical health and your emotional health. You may notice initially you may start a job, feel like it's great. And then over time, you really notice it's very toxic and then you can change your mood can change. You can become more irritable, bring your feelings home, bring work home, have difficulty sleeping. And so, you know, toxic work environments really affect health. And, you know, in my opinion, no job is worth your mental health and no amount of money is worth your mental health. Exactly. Exactly. I could not agree more with that. You know, at the end of the day, like, if I mean, you're talking about your health and some people kind of I think maybe they sort of just assume that, okay, my health is going to be there, but maybe they're just thinking about their physical health. But mental health, emotional health, if that is compromised, you know, over time, that's going to manifest itself. That can manifest itself in a number of different ways, you know? Anyway. Yeah, I mean, people who, who have uh, toxic work environments and they are there for a while have higher rates of anxiety, higher rates of depression, um, higher rates of burnout. Um, and, you know, this is something that is not something that just goes away. It can stay with you, uh, these repercussions on the mental health. And so, you know, even people who have um, 
a toxic work environment, it can lead to suicide in some cases where there's just a lot going on. They don't know how to handle it. And so they just feel like there's no other way out. And, and that can happen too. And, you know, one example is physicians. Physicians, there's a higher rate of suicide among physicians because there's higher rates of burnout and um, toxic work environments. So it definitely is very important, you know, mental health, emotional and physical health, all of it is very important. Right, exactly. And and that, like, not to take too much time on, on this on this part of it, but, um, you know, I think that's another, to me, and this is just my opinion, but, you know, I think for certain for certain jobs, I think sometimes people will think like, oh, well, you know, you're doing one of those jobs where you're making X amount of money. So you should be fine, you know, and that doesn't mean the, mo- the money is not like there, there. You cannot put a price on having peace and you know, a peace of mind. And, um, you know, like my the, the work that I do is in engineering you know, and working on submarines, you know, like, I mean, plenty of people would, would probably look at that and think, oh, well, that's such a cool job. Like, you know, you're probably making all this money and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure you're, you know, I'm sure you're fine, but not necessarily. Mm-hmm. You know? But, um, but anyway, you know, I think also, you know, I think we can agree, we can all agree that now more than ever, you know, a great many people out um, are, fighting their own private battles you know some of which we just talked about um you know we're we're struggling to make it through some seriously rough times um and it doesn't matter your 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 age your race your sex your your cultural background you know what advice would you give to people who you know who are out there they maybe they just feel so overwhelmed um and just feeling like there's just so much adversity in their way right now so really what I recommend is seeking help. Okay. First of all, um, examining in your life, you know, what is causing that overwhelm? Is it too much at home? Do you have too many obligations with kids? Do you have too many obligations with family or is it work? You know, burnout is not just caused by work. It can be caused by relationships. It can be caused by personal things. So um, really examining how much time you're spending where and where do you feel more distressed? Is it more that you're distressed at home? Or are you more distressed at work? That can really help you hone in more on what is causing that overwhelm and then getting help, you know, from somebody, you know, if you are, if you have anxiety, depression, thoughts of suicide, you need to immediately seek help from, from a, a physician, especially if suicide, you need to go to the local ER, or, you know, any place like that to get help. But, you know, if you have anxiety, depression, and it's interfering with, interfering with your ability to function, then you need to go see a counselor, see your physician. Um, all of that is the best way to seek help. Um, but in terms of, you know, if you're having the overwhelm, but you're not having significant, you know, amounts of anxiety or depression or things like that, really honing in on what, what's causing your anxiety and overwhelm is really important. For some people, it could be hiring a coach. So I do coach on that. And so, but not people with, you know, severe depression or severe anxiety or suicidal thoughts, people who have burnout, but they are not that far uh, gone. And so it's really helping them to really hone in on what's causing it and then slowly reducing that. Uh, that workload, like let's say it's too many obligations at home, then try to outsource as much as you can in terms of getting help, whether it be getting somebody to get your groceries, whether it be, you know, having hiring help if you need help with the kids. And I think oftentimes people are underestimate how much they will feel better by not spending money on material things, but on experiences. They'll get the help that they need. That will be so much better for your mental health than buying that nice car or buying that whatever materialistic thing it is. 
you know, that can really help your health much more. And so, um, you know, outsourcing whatever you can is very important. And if it's at work, you're having a high workload, having a chat with your boss and not being afraid to have that chat to say, like, I have too much going on. I have too much work to do. And I just need to cut back somewhere and not being afraid because it's not going to change if you let it continue. Um, now, say you were, you know, say you're a friend uh, or maybe a family member, you know, of someone who might be going through burnout. And, you know, maybe this person has never said to you exactly what they're going through. Are there any key signs like being someone on the outside looking in where you might be able to spot that? Yes. So um, somebody, uh, first of all, who's not sleeping as well. Somebody who used to sleep maybe seven, eight hours fine, and then now they're sleeping only a few hours. Um, that could definitely be a change. Um, people who are more irritable. You know, before they used to be have a better attitude towards life, but then now they're more irritable. They get easily upset and angry and aren't able to handle their stress. That's another sign. Um, the next one is in terms of, you know, if it's from work that they're working longer hours. Maybe initially they weren't working normal hours, 40 hours. Now they're working longer. And so that could also be a change. And then, you know, is there a change in terms of their physical health? Are they um, exercising now? Maybe before they were and now they're not. Um, are they gaining weight? When we are more stressed, we are eating whatever is in front of us. We are more likely to gain weight. Uh, uh, you know, gaining weight can also be a um, sign. And so also, are they having um, a lot of exhaustion? Are they exhausted all the time? Are they waking up exhausted? Are they going to bed exhausted? That, that's another sign of um, burnout. And then having higher rates of um, anxiety and worrying about a lot of things um, or fear of making mistakes. And then another sign is that people before um, were really on top of things and now they just are so overwhelmed. They're missing things. They're making mistakes. And so those are some of the general signs of burnout. Gotcha. Makes sense. Makes very good sense. I think I've um, been through a little bit of that myself at times. So. Um, you know, so also, Doctor, um, I'm just wondering, um, are there any special initiatives that you have going on right now? So actually right now I'm doing um, uh, it's a holiday um, offer for how to set boundaries. It's a 90 minute intensive where I help you to set boundaries. Uh, so first of all, realize, you know, what are you doing? What are those things that you're doing that you don't want to do? How much time are you losing doing that? And then going through and helping people realize that they could be doing other things that they want to, and then giving them the tools on how to set the boundaries and then to follow through. Because oftentimes people get the tools and they think that they'll do it, but they never do it. And really a coach can really help you to make sure uh, you do it and provide that accountability. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. That, that sounds very good. Um, and also, how can people get in touch with you, like a website or social yeah. media, that kind of thing? So they can go to my website. It's www.zenfulbrain.com. That's Z-E-N-F-U-L-B-R-A-I-N.com. And then I'm also on Instagram. It's at zenfulbrainofficial. And then you can email me at questions with an S at zenfulbrain.com. So uh, those are all the ways they can get in contact with me. Or you can schedule a session on my website. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. All right. That, that all sounds very good, Doctor. Um, I want to thank you again for taking the time to sit down with me and taking the time to sit down with me for a second time. Um, 
I really appreciate this. And um, yeah, that's thank you. Very thank much. you so much for having me. I appreciate it. It's been fun. All right. And this concludes my interview with Dr. Pooja Garwal. Again, if you want to get in touch with her, you can find her on her website, zenfulbrain.com, or find her on Instagram at zenfulbrainofficial. Next week, I am sitting down with Jennifer Potter. And Jennifer, she is is a self-described serial entrepreneur with ADHD, a motivational speaker, and a business leader. She's actually... um, not far away either. Um, you know, she hails from Massachusetts. You know, I'm based out of Rhode Island presently. So it's going to be a very interesting and a very fun conversation. You know, so look forward to that. We're going to be talking about thanking your past to live in the present, you know, letting go of past traumas to be able to lead a more successful, lead a more successful and happier and more fulfilling life in your present. And, you know, empowering yourself and finding positivity among the chaos and finding ways to succeed financially, emotionally, and um, finding ways to grow from whatever the past may have thrown at you. Anyway, that's all I have for today. Have a great day, everyone.